Hey, y'all, I'm Scott McCreary, and I am this week's man of the hour. Over the next 30 minutes, me and Justin talked about my new album, but we also talked about just how to stay in a good mood, feeling good in this crazy world that we live in and different tips and tricks to do that. So hope y'all enjoy. You heard him right, folks. Scotty McCreary joins me today in a conversation about his latest album, what he considers to be all the good things in life, and how you, too, can wrap a fresh perspective going into each day with a little more positivity and happiness. Scotty may have been a teenage star on American Idol about a decade ago, but you'll find out that this man of the hour didn't let his stardom get in the way of making sure that his life was always a nice balance of work, play, and good old country fun. We're amidst the month of musicians, and you've already heard from Teddy Swims, Zach Abel, and now Scotty McCreary, and it goes without saying that these guys have something special with all the great music and love that they're putting out in the world. And of course, I wouldn't have been able to bring this entire month to life without some of the sweetest people that I know at Pure Synergy, one of the best vitamin, supplement, and superfood brands I've ever put into my body. They believe that everyone deserves to be well, in the body, mind, and spirit, and their deep-seated care for well-being of people drives their mission to create the best, most effective products possible. They fill their bottles with purity and potency of nature's healing ingredients that will allow you to feel fresh and rejuvenated each and every day. And y'all know I'm a bit of a hypochondriac when it comes to taking super good care of my health, and I will say that their products give me a peace of mind when taking them. So to start, they have an incredible men's vitamin that has all the veggies, fruits, and nutrients that I wouldn't necessarily be eating in other foods throughout the day, and this definitely keeps me energized all day long. Another one that I absolutely love is their life-saving rapid rescue capsule with elderberry and enchantia that keeps me sane when I feel like I'm getting a little under the weather. Those are my two faves, but they have a ton of incredible superfoods, tablets, and so much more on their website. But guys, instead of the regular Schmegler website, they gave us a custom URL for Men of the Hour. Head to thepuresynergy.com forward slash men of the hour for 20% off. Here's the deal. You just got to head to the landing page. You're going to enter your email to redeem the code and use it at checkout to get that 20% off. Again, that's thepuresynergycompany.com forward slash men of the hour for 20% off when you enter your email to redeem the code. I want you guys to stay proactive about your health and focus on putting the best organic and rich supplements into your body if you plan on taking them. All right, now I hope you're inspired by everything Scotty McCurry is about to say, so let's roll the audio. Here he is, folks. The man who allows me to feel so comfortable in my roots being from Tennessee. You know, Scotty McCurry, thank you for saying yes. And thank you for putting out the album that we're probably going to spend the next 30 minutes talking about. Same truck, dude. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Heck yeah. He, he's in Nashville. I wish I was in Nashville, Smashville. You guys know this. I'm from Tennessee. Um, and Scotty is originally from Carolina, but it's hanging out in Nashville now. There's something so special about being a country boy, which I'll tell you guys about with Scotty. Um, but let me introduce you real quickly. You know, you guys probably listened to the pre-roll ad at this point. Uh, it's Monday, so thank you for tuning in. Scotty McCreary is one of the probably one of the bigger guests we've had on the show for sure, especially in the music scene. Um, but he's also both the first country artist and the youngest male artist at this time to debut his first project at number one on the all genre Billboard Top 200 back back when that album hit. And uh, he's also earned a platinum and two gold certified albums. He sang for the president. He opened for people like Garth Brooks, toured with Old Dominion, Brad Paisley, Rascal Flatts, etc. He wrote a book. He even made Steve Harvey laugh, right, from what we've been told. You have a beautiful PR yeah. team, by the way. I'm literally reading what <laughs> my friends at your firm have told me, uh, which is incredible. Great. Yet, 
Scotty McCreary has also gotten married, went to college, have incredible friendships and family, found time to travel and have done or has done a lot of great things that uh, one should experience in life. So, Scotty, let's start this podcast really quick. Absolutely. Uh, As if I didn't just read your whole, you know, memoir. (laughs) Talk us through how you've managed over the years, man. And then we'll get into your album in just a second. But how have you managed to do so much? And you're 27, dude. You're just two years older than I. Right, dude. It feels like I've lived a, a lifetime already, and I'm I'm still not even close to thirty yet. So, um, yeah, it's it's been a, an amazing ten years, an amazing ride. We've gotten a we've packed a big punch into the last decade, and um, you know I, I'm just a big balance guy. So as much crazy cool stuff as we get to do, I also try and get home and like just take it easy and 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 kind of recharge the batteries. Mm. That kind of helps me keep going. But it's been it's been a wild ride, man, for sure. 10 years. That's a whole decade, dude. Someone that's 10 years yeah. old right now probably saw you when they were growing up, you know, and came out the womb is like, Oh my God, I'm listening to such incredible music. <laughs> oh, that's Mr. McCreary. And 10 years later, they're probably still super fan ears, man. I like that I you bring so. up balance. People nowadays think that that doesn't necessarily exist. They're like, I need work and life. But I think for you in your life, your life is music. Music is your life, right? Your life is the people yep. you're around. And most likely those people and the things that you're getting to do are relative to music. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, 100 percent. And, you know, I'd be doing music even if it wasn't a career, but, you know, luckily can make a living out of it. But, um, yeah, music is it's around you 24 seven and it's, it's definitely no different for me. I love it. If you're watching us on video right now, what's up? What's up? What's up? You see these three guitars uh, behind it. Which one's your favorite? Is it the one on the floor? Um, so that was actually this one was made by a fan and it's like the most it sounds amazing. I, I was so impressed. Uh, this one. The Scarlet, that's the one that uh, I got on Idol and used a few performances there. And yeah. uh, that one is the one that uh, BMI gives you for your first number one single. So that's very special to me, too. Oh, you're special yeah. to so many people. You know why? Because you put out such good music that that reminds us. I told I told Scotty this before we got on. I was like, yo, I'm not just a fan. I, I respect every piece of music you've put out, man. Um, Thanks, man. We have to talk about this album. We don't have to. There's no contract that says we do, but I'm obsessed with it. I was just playing <laughs> same truck. So this yeah, album, man. tell you guys a little bit about it real quickly. Um, same truck was produced by Frank Rogers, Derek Wells, and Aaron. I'm going to butcher his last name. It's Aaron Eschewis. Yeah, that's what I said first too. It's S Heist, but it doesn't. How do you say S Heist? S Heist, right? This is the same team that produced your previous project, uh, the RIAA Gold Certified Seasons Change, that was released in 2018, which was the number one album on the Billboard Country Albums chart, right? So then you're working with the same people here. Uh, Those number one hits from the album in 2018 were Five More Minutes, which is probably one of my favorite. This is it, and in between. But same truck is out now right? I guess it was out last Friday. It's Monday after. Uh, Tell us about it. How did you bring this one to life, man? Yeah, this was, uh, it felt like it took forever to make this record. And, you know, last year obviously felt like five years wrapped into one. But, uh, you know, we were making an album before the pandemic and we had a lot of songs written and finished up. And, um, you know, I liked it. It, it, it. It wasn't my favorite album, but it was, it was time for an album to come out and we had to get something together. Um, mm. But then the, the pandemic hit and uh, you know, obviously awful circumstances, but if we're looking for a silver lining for me, I think it gave me time to keep writing. Uh, and it kind of put me in a state where, you know, my headspace was like, I got the chance to sit and reflect and, and think about the last 10 years, which I really haven't had just time to stay around the house it's, mm. since I was, 
15 years old. Things got started at 16 for me. So, oh no. What's happening? This is a live podcast. So if you're getting oh. a call, dude. No. <laughs> oh no. It, some Adobe flash thing is popping up. Oh, that's up, okay, but, dude. Oh, that that means your computer is probably older than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. But um, no, but I had the time to kind of sit and, and reflect. And that's kind of where these songs came from was that headspace. And mm. um, so I was, uh, I was glad I got that time to finish up and make kind of a brand new record from what we started with. And we're going to get into some lyrics of same truck. You hear I say lyrics. I think every time I talk to someone from the South, my roots come back lyrics. out. You should lyrics. hear it. lyrics. And then uh, y'all, I said y'all last night at dinner. I was like, what the hell? Where are you from? And I was like, I'm a little <laughs> bit of everything. Wait, okay, Scotty, let's talk about this for a second. I feel like during the pandemic and this, I was going to ask you this after I brought up the lyrics, but I'll do it now. The pandemic gave us way too much time. And now, I mean, companies aren't even going back. And listen, I'm, I'm a little bit in corporate media, so I can tell you this, but like, from from the corporate side of house for the majority of Americans, they're now talking 2022. Um, so knowing that we're going to have even more time at the house and, and and more time to keep being creative, that seems like I know that's what you did during the pandemic was, you know, continue to write, kind of figured out what kind of music you were going to bring to life. Any any tips on how all of us who are bunkered up at the house can stay creative as as, you know, this process of staying at home or being home for a long period of time elongates? Yeah, you know, I think you just got to force yourself to stay busy. You know, for, it's very easy to sit there and get on that couch and watch Netflix, binge it, sun up, sun down. And now, granted, I did my fair share of that too, you know, yeah. over the last year. But um, I, I convinced my <laughs> wife to turn one of our guest bedrooms into like a studio for me. So mm. I spent so much time in there last year just playing the guitar. It was like I was back to being 13 years old again, learning how to play, you know, my favorite uh brad paisley song on guitar you know yeah i haven't done that in years but um yeah just i was just making myself stay busy stay creative think of song ideas write songs and mm. um yeah and it it, it definitely helped and it kind of made the year it as slow as it went by it, it helped it move along you know mm-hmm the reason I ask is because I think a lot of us got in our head too much. And when you are staying busy creatively, it allows you to tap out of that and be like, oh, well, you know, staying, I guess, at the house isn't so bad. Um, no. yeah, yeah, you know, so. It's crazy that they're already talking 2022. I remember last year, folks were like, they're not going to let us come back to the office until 2021. Yeah. What? And now you're like 2022. These years don't even exist anymore. I'm ready for 2030 when you and I can do an interview uh, and we'll be talking about what happened about six years ago. Things are right. they're very different. Absolutely. Absolutely. Scotty, all right. Same truck. So this is the the name of the album, but probably the the top song that you put out for it. It's, uh, it's out now. But I wanted to read some of these lyrics. I'm not going to sing them. You know what I mean? I, I wish I could. Come on, man. I would have asked you to sing it a cappella, but I don't want to put you on the spot like that, dude. You've already, you've already done enough work by putting great music out. So I just want to read this so that people have a good understanding of like the song in particular to me, when this chorus came out, it's the chorus piece. I, I feel like there's so many messages within, and I just want to ask you what your intentions were with the chorus. So it starts with, and we're all in the same truck, heading down a different two lane kicking up the same dust, praying for the same rain, closing down the same bars, different wishes on the same stars, getting every mile out of these good years till the good Lord calls us up. We're all in the same truck. Yeah, we're all in the same truck. 
I wish I could have sang that. I almost cried reading that uh, uh, third bottom down. <laughs> but I was poetry here. Can... <laughs> you read it like that, man. <laughs> Wait, we're onto something. Maybe, well, let me shut up, but we're, we might be onto something. Turning your lyrics into poems and I'll just be your poet for hey. a second. You know, I'll open up for you. <laughs> no, that could work. That could work. What'd you, what were your intentions behind that chorus buildup, man? Yeah, you know, I just think in the last year, it, it's just been so much divisiveness and it's all been people going at each other and I have this opinion you have this one we we hate each other it's like man like what we're all on the same team here like we all have the same uh, a lot of the same shared experiences we just went through a lot of the big shared experience and um, you know for me I learned that I always believed that you know we're all a lot more a lot more alike than we are different it, very much so but the last album I put out with songs like five more minutes and this is it and in between and mm -hmm. just the amount of social media I get every day or, or at a meet and greet at the show and they're like man five more minutes helped me losing my my cousin or you know this is it me and my husband or me and my wife just mm. walked down the aisle to that song it's like man those were all very personal songs for me you know and, and the fact that all these people relate to them it's like hey guys we're all we're all in this together and that's kind of where same truck came from. Mm. And then we just turned it into a country song with back roads and dust yeah. and rain and, and cold beer. So that's what it is. I've lo I love country music, man, because of guys like you, there's so much intention behind the lyrics, what's produced. Um, and then ultimately the, the actual single or, you know, EP or album that goes out to the world. And you're right. People are dancing at their weddings to your songs, man. How's that make you feel looking back at the, the 16 year old that was on American Idol? Oh, it's, it's amazing, man. If you had told him then that he'd still be able to do this now, making records and people actually show up to your shows and sing with you, it's nuts. And the wedding stuff, that never gets old. That's like their biggest day of their lives, you know? And they're like making you a part of it with your music. So it's, that's, that's always pretty crazy. That's the power of music, Scotty. You know what? So I think a lot of people know this, but you look very different now. You're 27. I think you were 17, right? 16, 17, going on yeah. 17 on American Idol. And you've accomplished a lot, which we alluded to at the top of this conversation. Uh, 10 years goes by very quickly. So give us a take on time. I mean, I feel like you've learned a lot. You've seen a lot. You've toured a lot, traveled a lot. Luckily, you're in Nashville. I feel like Nashville keeps you grounded. But um. You know, I think a lot of teenagers go through that quick celebrity phase of like immediate stardom. People love you. You're traveling. You know, it's like it goes nonstop for the past 10 years. But let's talk about this idea of staying grounded, especially as a countryman. I wouldn't say countryman, sorry, but like someone born and raised in the South and who, who always goes back to his roots. I've often said I'll end up in Nashville at one point, if not Los Angeles. Um, yeah. And it's because there is something special about the South in which people are raised a certain way that even when you are a big pop country star, right? Or someone who tours the world at this point has seen so much, you know, you still allow yourself to stay granted, but how? Yeah, you know, I think to me, uh, it's the three Fs is what I always say are the most important things to me. And that's faith, family, and friends. And, uh, you know, I think it's just huge to have that balance. Again, going back to that in life, uh, it can be so crazy with what I do. I mean, we're hopping on the tour bus, we're going who knows where, um, and it's a different city every single night. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, you get to do these shows. And like you said, the start out so young and we're going on Ellen and we're singing at the World Series. And it's, it was so many crazy things. But, mm -hmm. you know, keeping family and friends close and your faith important to you. And um, I get back to Carolina all the time where I'm from to do that. Um, and like you said, 
about time. Time goes fast, man. Uh, the biggest example I have is when I started college and adults were like, hey, enjoy it because it's going to go by quick. Like, what are you mm -hmm. talking about? I got four years. And then all of a sudden, snap your finger. and It's like, oh, well, I'm three years out of college. Yeah. So pretty nuts. Now, how'd you balance music while through college? I've, I've met a lot of people who can do that, but that's hard, man, especially after, I mean, you were 16 when you first started everything. Yeah, blew up, it, brother. yeah, it was, um, it was different. I did Monday, Wednesday classes with a day off in between on Tuesday. A lot of times I'd fly to Nashville on Tuesday morning and fly back that night. Um, and then Thursday we'd be heading out. We were on the road with Rascal Flats at that point. Um, so I'd head out on tour with them and I'll tell you, man, there was, it's a pretty big buzzkill when like you're singing in front of 20,000 people and you yep. have to get, get off stage and you have a paper due by midnight. Yeah. You're like, dang it. Yeah. But, uh, we made it work. It was Could you not just walk up to the teacher and say, Hey, I'm Scotty McCreary. Oh, and dude, just the teachers, they, they were, didn't care. <laughs> they were all pretty rough on me. Like, you know how, like if you're, if your dad's the coach or your mom, that's right. Coach, it's like, they're extra hard on you. It's like teachers are extra hard on me because they didn't want to show the other kids that they were being easy on me or something. But hey, it was all all good. Best memory from college, go, and then I'll give you mine. Um, well, it wouldn't be school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had a uh, for none of us. Yeah, right. We had a uh, a party, twenty first party, from my buddy Bird, and we called it Birdapalooza. I made a sign, put it over our house. We were expecting like seventy five people to show up, and it was like. 400 plus people showed up and it was nice it was like our side street was red on google maps it was it was amazing <laughs> it was wild i mean it really was that's what it is i think that the, the beautiful thing about college i was just gonna say big football game is my first football game as a tennessee cheerleader running out and awesome. uh which i was just telling scotty this everybody tuning in now we're gonna try to get him to neyland stadium so i might need your help later I'll, I'll have you guys put in some reviews over emails and we're gonna shove it down the Let's chancellor's do throat and say get scotty mccurry <laughs> to come play at halftime uh there's a beautiful thing about college that i think people often forget especially now that they're going through um virtual learning so hopefully that we can debunk that a little later we can get everybody back on campus and stuff but um yeah Okay, but a little bit more on country music and this feel good aspect. Every time I'm running up and down New York City here, um, I don't hear anybody playing country music. My boy and I ran 10 miles today and I was like, wait, I was bumping your song. And I go. just, well, because it's not often people are running to country music, but I get yeah. very in my feel good feelings, right? In a feel yeah. good mood during country, yeah. any type of country music, except for the kinds that are about the breakups and stuff. But even then, it's like, oh, sure. you feel something. So, for you though, as you're writing it and, and you probably, you probably been listening to it for your whole life now too, right? You mentioned Brad Paisley yeah. and all these other folks you've been on tour with and looked up to for a long time. Um, I call this a feel good podcast. So give us a run for our money here. And where does, um, feeling good sit with you as someone who writes, produces, sings, performs country music? So I think feeling good is, is humongous. I think it's, if you feel good inside, you're going to project goodness outside, you know? So, mm. Uh, you know, country music to me does that for me. There's obviously the heartbreak songs and stuff, but mm -hmm. even then, you know, for me, I can appreciate, you know, those songs, you know, the Keith Whitley's and, and kind of the older heartbreak songs and stuff. But man, you get, you get to driving and you put the windows down. It's a nice fall day, say 65 degrees. And you're, you're bumping some Billy current in good directions or something like, Mm. You're, you're, it's gonna put you in a good mood it's it's just it you can't not be in a good mood when you're doing that so uh, yeah yeah i think country music can do that for you for sure 
I think so too. Like it triggers something over the past like 12 years of my life since, you know, I was just like kind of figured out what Tennessee was and, you know, went to UT and all this other stuff. Um, yeah. And the reason I ask about feel good music is because I think we're all taking life too seriously. I was on Instagram the other day. Amen. I think I put up a story. Don't you think? So I just wanted yeah. to ask you about that too, with relation to feel good music and this album that you just recently put out, man, I feel like we're all taking life a little too seriously when we shouldn't. And something that country music always does to me is reminds me that life is good. And we have a lot to be grateful for. We have a lot to feel good about. Um, would you say the same? Yes, absolutely. I think, uh, number one, you got to have fun. You got to enjoy life. You know, it's a lot of, it's, it's very easy to look out into the world and, and be bogged down by all the news and stuff. So I even went so far, I think like a year and a half, two years ago, I just like on all my Twitters and Insta, like just unfollowed all the news outlets. Like I'll eventually yeah. hear about it. I'll, I'll get the news in some way, shape or form. But like, if I'm having a good day, like I'm in a good mood and then I just, scroll through Twitter and all of a sudden I see something and now I'm in a bad mood. It's like, why am I going to let something on this small little device ruin my day when I'm over here vibing, you know? So, mm. um, so yeah, that's what I've done. And it's, it's helped me just continue to like consistently be in a better mood uh, throughout the day. Cause yeah, I don't know that we were made to like see everything that's going on in the world. You know, nobody ever had, nobody ever did this until, you know, 10, 15 years ago. And it's like yeah. a lot to take on, you know, it's a lot to yeah. take in. Especially when you were an American Idol, I think you were too busy. You didn't probably didn't even look at your phone that much. And now it's like, now it's part of the job. It, it is. It, I mean, they, you got to stay connected to that thing and, and social yeah. media and everything. I'm like the worst at that too, but I, I try, I try. That's all we ask for, dude. You try and, and you, you end up producing some masterpieces. I got to ask yeah. about the, uh, before I ask this next question, which is our last one. Y'all, I know, we, you know, I think we have yet to have someone for the full hour. If we have oh, anybody no. for the full hour, we go into like three hour sessions. But oh, really? uh, this has <laughs> been such an incredible conversation, man. With the phone thing really quickly, though, I mean, we're, we're categorized as a self-improvement podcast, as we say, feel good. And I think if you're tuning in right now and you're questioning how much, I mean, to Scotty's point, you know, how often you're looking at your phone, what you're consuming, who's contacting you, you have full controllership of exactly what is on that phone. You can delete the apps. You can delete notifications, or sorry, turn off notifications. You can um, really just not give people your number sometimes. You can unfollow right. accounts, <laughs> right? You can put it away for an hour and give yourself the grace period of doing so. So I just want to throw that out there too. It's a little nugget I think you and I probably have thought about, but I, you know, I hope that we're all activating that. Yeah, I think that's huge. I really do. You know, final question for you, buddy. It's, it's a little on legacy. I feel like someone like you has has thought about this as you look back at the past 10 years in the past year. Does that make sense? So we were, we were sitting at home. I know you were in that room bunkered up being creative and doing incredible music production and, and you know, just being getting ready to produce this really. Um, but as you looked back on 10 years, as you look forward to 10 more, 10 more of that you know what i mean like life is so short dude what do you want to be remembered for as uh as scotty mccreary the one who everybody knows now the one that your family and friends down in carolina uh loved when you were first born and probably love even more now that you're probably like helping them you know in whatever ways that you can with your with your you know brand and such but what, what do you want to be remembered for yeah you know i've said this from day one and it's still kind of the, the mantra that i live by um I just want to have a 
positive impact on people's lives through the music, you know, and, and write songs that are going to help people, uh, write songs that are going to put people in a good mood while they're mm-hmm. jogging through New York City. Uh, you know, I, I just think that's important. There, there's so much craziness and stuff. So to yeah. be a light, to be a light is kind of what I, what I hope to be, you know, for the last 10 years and the next 10 years. And uh, I hope people, hope people see that. Mm. We see it, man. We see it and we hear it. Uh, I got to stop you on the New York City. No, ain't nobody driving here. All of us will walk, but we <laughs> walk and listen true. to your music. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. <laughs> if you're tuning in, this was Scotty McCreary and all his greatness. I, I want to thank you, dude, for saying yes and trusting me with the past 30 minutes of conversation with you. Um, his new album's out. Y'all got to check it out. It's called Same Truck. And his 2018 album is probably still just as popular. So go check both of those out. Um, and, and Same Truck, but that's the name of one of the singles on there. That's a thing, though, I feel like in music. You definitely have a song that's the title of the album within the album, right? That's like best practice. Nowadays, yeah. Back in the day, it wasn't always that way. But I feel like nowadays, <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, that's... Just a little food for thought. I just yeah. random, sometimes I'll throw in these random ass questions, man. But dude, for an incredible conversation, um, for taking care of good old Nashville. Well, I'm not there, man. But but thanks for everything you just gave us. Hey, appreciate you having me on, man. I enjoyed the convo. Hey, it's Justin again. And before you exit this very episode, wherever you're listening, I want to say thank you for being here. I hope you learned something new and are leaving more inspired by the conversation you just heard. Men of the Hour is also on Instagram and YouTube at Men of the Hour Podcast, where you can find all of our video sneak peek exclusives and full episodes. Be sure to follow and subscribe and do all those great things so that we can stay connected. And right before you jump, I would love to hear from you if you would put a rating and review right here where you're listening. Until next Monday, continue taking care of yourself and building the best possible life. <laughs>